song, Conversations with Myself, featuring me, myself, and I, sometimes a guest. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody, welcome, bienvenidos, bienvenue, dobre den. Uh, I forgot all of them, but that's okay because I've done that a few times. Um, welcome to episode 17, y'all. Um, as you can see, well, those of you that are listening, you can't see. So I'll, I'll kind of set this up for you. Um, I've been wanting to bring um, this dude on this podcast for a minute. Um, and all fi- in all honesty, um, going back to, I think, what was 2000, um, God, dog, I want to say like 2000, maybe 10, 12. I don't even know. But going all the way back to then, <clears throat> this dude really made an imp- or set an impression on me and really kind of showed me what being a gentleman is about and what, what the grind is all about and what respecting the grind is all about. And so, you know, as I started going through the podcast, I started thinking, man, I got to get this dude on here because people need to hear his story. Because if anybody knows what a grind is like, I'm telling you, it's this dude. Cause 20 plus years, this dude has been, been just hauling and grinding and out. So Without further ado, I got to welcome my man, Kevin Ray, to the podcast. Kevin, hey, welcome, man. Hey, thank you, man. That's an that's a awesome intro. I appreciate that, man. And I'm uh, pleased to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. So how, how's everything been, man? Well, it has it, It's 20 years, ain't it? Just it's about? 20 years this year, actually. Uh, in May, it'll be 20 years. Dang. Uh, that's man. crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, shared, I shared with everyone the story of how we met right in Papa John's. And uh, it was the craziest thing, y'all, because Kevin had just walked in and was like, hey, straight confident in a mug. And dude, look, bah, it was just built. Like, like he looks like how he looks now. I was joking with him when we were setting this up. I was like, bro, you still look as good as ever. But um, so he came in as confident as a mug. And he was like, hey, you know, I was wondering if you guys are hiring for drivers. I was like, yeah, we started talking a little bit. And so I said, hey, what's your, uh, what's your availability? And he was like, well, I can work every day, but I think it was Wednesday. And I was like, oh, if you don't mind my asking, why Wednesday? And dude, without missing a beat, he's like, well, you know, I teach kids to dance on Wednesday. And for me, that was money. I was like, you know what? This is a dude that, you know, he, the impression I took off of it, he sets his heart to something and he commits to something and he executes. And so that's kind of why we have you on, Kevin, because I want to talk a little bit about <clears throat> that execution, right? So um, for those who don't know you, right, who haven't listened to my podcast or or seen this for the first time, tell us a little about yourself, man. Yeah, man. So uh, like you said, it's been a 20-year grind out here in California. I'm from Indiana, Chesterton, Indiana, small Hoosier. town. That's right. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> hey. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, man, so I'm, I mean, I'm from a typical small town. And where I come from, a gen, you know, multiple generations of steel workers, blue collar, and, you know, and, and, and all of that was awesome. And I loved growing up where I grew up and it taught me the foundations of hard work, work ethic, um, the value of your word and community and morals and, you know, all of those things. And, and so I'm so grateful for that. I just um, always wanted uh, more opportunities just in general, life opportunities. And and I was always um, a big fan of dance and entertainment and Michael Jackson and was mesmerized by lowriders and palm trees. And, uh, and then NWA and Snoop came along and Dre and just, you know, just further fueled that. And I knew at some point I'd be living in Cali. And so, uh, you know, just a few things happened and um, I moved out to Cali to pursue dance. And then that led me to discovering music as an artist 
And then I really realized, oh no, this is actually what I, what I really, really want to do. And then from there, it's just been nonstop, just grinding and like first understanding how to put a song together. And then from there, understanding how to take what's in my head and putting it on wax. You know, you can hear it in your head, but you know, when you don't understand how to play your instrument, your voice or your mind of, of your writing, it's, you know, translating that. You have to understand how to play your, play your instrument. And so once I, I realized I wanted to do that, then it's like honing in on that, developing that skill and just over and over and over. And since I started so late, I didn't move to Cali until I was like 24. So I was already a grown man, you know, and like now starting, like starting my life as like a teenager in a sense. And it, so it took a lot of time to like unprogram a lot of things and like peel all that away and then start from scratch again and build that up years and years and years and years and hours and hours and hours, more than 10,000, 20,000 hours in the studio, you know, and stages and performing and da 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 da. And uh, just continuing to do that and then building more skills along the way and trying to understand how to get my artistic vision across. And then here we are in May next month gonna be 20 years it's, it's pretty crazy man let me ask you this man for those of y'all that, that don't know go just go check out his reels but did you think that 20 years ago did you think that you'd be <laughs> trying to keep a straight face because i think about mm. it and laugh man did you think colonel sanders was going to be popping and locking outside of kfc <laughs> oh, hey i had God. to man if y'all haven't seen it go check oh. it out because not only is there some skill but there's comedy behind it oh my but, god i was like where anyways. is this going where <laughs> direction are we going here that's hilarious you know so in a lot of my videos in general like i would try and inject some comedy in there you know and it's like you you got to have fun you got you have to sometimes poke fun at yourself and you know you got you can't take like two you got to be serious about what you do and be intentful and all of that but at the same time you can't be so tight that you're losing sight of why you're doing what you're doing and not even enjoying it at some point, you know? And not everything is a joke, you know? Not everything is silly, you know, clownish, but, you know, whenever there's an opportunity for some kind of comedy, I mean, I just shot this R&B music video for I Swear off the, my last album, I Choose You. And I'm because I, I was just thinking about it just now, I'm like, I don't think there was any comedy in I Swear, but I'm like, actually, no, <laughs> at the very, very end. So this is like an R&B, very romantic love song and I had my love interest in the video and um, in the video she had this hard day long day and then I ended up like kind of pampering her and taking care of her and letting her know I'm going to be her protector I'm here for her and at the end I have uh, I draw a bubble bath have the roses and the uh, petals and the candles and you know set the scene and and then at the end I um, had a little bit of kind of humor or comedy in there where she pulls me into the tub and I'm fully dressed and in socks and everything and she pulls me into the tub and the water splashing everywhere and you know so there's like a little bit of a funny moment there you know so there's always some kind of some kind of comedy that i like to put in there and, and you know it helps it, it, it it's it's food for your soul you know i agree 100 percent, man and i think uh, as a matter of fact <clears throat> there was a song that um that you had dropped and i heard it and i'm listening to the words and i remember hearing a line that said um i heard you lied about getting knocked up and then the song <laughs> stops and you're like wait wait what wow <laughs> and then it drops right back <laughs> in and i remember right after i heard it i was like 
hey man did this really happen and you're like no no bro that was it was for the comedic effect and so i agree man i think that um that things have to be lighthearted, right? If they're not lighthearted and it's just so serious, like even, you know, these, these podcasts as an example, right? There's a serious message message behind it. But if I'm not telling stories about Taco Bell hot sauce or, you know, making things funny, um, I think it, at the end you can be as serious as you want, but at some point you're going to lose, um, for lack of better terms, you're going to lose the audience. And I think I speak for, for both of us. We do what we do, not only for us, but to try to touch other people, right? Inspire other people or to encourage other people or whatever. And so I think that losing that audience, um, at least from that, that standpoint is kind of a detriment, right? Because we're touching less people. So I dig it, man. Um, let me ask you this, like throughout, throughout the grind that you've been on 20 years, which congrats, man, California is not, especially now with $7 gas, but we'll move on beyond that. Um, so congrats on the 20 years, but I got to ask you, man, over, over the 20 years, I'm sure that, um, that you got told no, right. Or you may even got laughed at, right. So if you have a story that you want to share where there was a hardcore no, and you thought about quitting and then what was the result? What did you do? So I have, well, several, but, um, I have a very powerful collaborative no, that I received from uh, a crowd of individuals. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me. So this, gosh, there's, 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 there's a couple. I, I got, I kind of. Let me try and just give you two of these. So one of them, I was opening for Petey Pablo. You remember Petey Pablo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So we're in Escondido, and we're in a rough part of Escondido, and so uh, you know, it, it's a rough crowd. This is a rough crowd. And Petey Pablo, you know, he's a very aggressive artist, right? And um, so I had a three-song set, and my my stage was, like, literally, like, the depth of it was maybe, like, a foot, if that, maybe wow, eight inches deep. And I had two dancers with me, and we had choreography. So anyway, so I had three songs, and the songs uh, went from lighter, middle to harder, more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And the first song was for more for the late gear for the ladies, and then the middles for kind of both, and then the last one was really just for the aggressive fellas. And so I'm on the first song, and the girls were like, "Hey," and then the dudes were like, "Nah," <laughs> <laughs> and they were in, in in unison, "Get off the stage, get off the stage!" Wow. And I was like, "No, no, no, it's all right. I got something for you." And uh. You just just hang tight. I guess is in my head, you know. I'm like, right. You're not gonna bully me off the stage. Like this is, I command the stage, you know. And and I think any artist has to approach it with that mentality. Like, this is my stage. This is my mic. This isn't the venue's mic. This is my mic right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curating curating this experience for everybody. So you're not gonna you're not gonna bully me off the stage. If anything, you're gonna give me more energy, which it did. And then by the time I got to that third song they weren't chanting get off, get off the stage anymore you know they were like oh okay all right my bad kind of kind of feel right mm. and then i had another similar situation at, at a high school it was about 500 kids and uh i was i was fresh off of doing stomp the yard song and so the high school had brought me in to perform and all these kids you know like high school kids they, they're like the best and the worst to perform for because they'll either show you they love you or show you they hate you and they don't like hold back there's no middle there's no middle so there's there's no there's no like they don't care about your feelings you know (laughs) because they're kids you know and and that's right so 
so they the all the guys you know because i like this the song right before that had a bunch of the girls in, on stage and we were doing this is the time and everybody's doing the the motorbike and the falling and lean back right, right. lean back right so then i had all the girls on the stage and then i had the dj just play all the songs and then we were doing that so because i'm all about like you said connecting to the audience it's all about connection and so then the girls got off stage and then the, the uh, there were so many girls on stage they broke the stage it was a bunch oh, of damn. risers all like several of the risers broke the next song was an aggressive song for the fellas so i'm like trying to give something for both <laughs> my guys god bless them same guys from the pd pablo show they're trying to do choreography on broken risers and so that's a health hazard like they could get hurt and the dudes were booing and i no it's, i'm definitely not getting booed off and and bullied off by some high school dudes <laughs> you're, right. gonna, no. you're gonna have to remove me man you're gonna have to get sandman from the apollo to pull me up <laughs> and uh and then they ended up cutting the music and that's the only way i would have got off the stage you know mm -hmm. and because it was a long drawn out performance and and uh, i told them like these kids don't want me to perform for this long but if you pay me this money and you want me to do 45 minutes i'm telling you it's not gonna go good but i'm gonna do right. it just make sure you pay me before the show <laughs> right and, uh, and so then you know so it's like but you know i don't i don't i don't get mad at the kid like the guys like i totally get it like i would probably be doing the same thing when i was 15 16 or whatever 17 years old high school they're not they weren't really there to see me they were there just to dance with the girls you know right. and uh so so whatever man you know and 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 that's all that's my my dues you know right. that's my my experiences it, it just like in those moments it's it's knowing myself understanding right. and being in control of myself my own feelings being secure with who i am and because of that you know they could do and say whatever i'm gonna be me regardless so you're not gonna change me just because you like however you feel about me that's on you that, ain't, that doesn't have anything to do with me those are your right. feelings and it says a lot about you or whatever and you don't have to like me i don't need everybody to like me i need me to like me so i'm gonna give the best version and the realest version that i can of myself and that's going to connect to those people that do even more profoundly i dig it man and that was going to be a follow-up question was hey so what kept you going but i think you just hit the nail on the head right it's what it's about is it's how i feel about me um like I, and I'm, I'm right there with you right like just to be honest do I care to an extent how many people listen to this? Yeah, absolutely, right? Because it's my my goal is to touch people's lives. Do I care if people talk trash? No, no, I don't. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing this for me because it's it's a release for me, right? To to share these words or to have these conversations. So it sounds like that was exactly why you kept going because you're like, you know, this is for me. Um, let me let me ask follow up with that though. Has there ever been a, ever been a time? Um, and the music, the choreography, the dancing, modeling, all this stuff. Has there ever been a time where you thought about walking away from a certain element from it or of it? Almost every day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Almost, yeah. almost every single day because okay. it's, it's, um, man, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very difficult, trying, challenging endeavor. And it would be very easy, extremely easy for me to just say, you know what, I'm gonna go back home to Indiana and I'm gonna get me a little ranch and get about an acre or two and give me a dog, pack it in, man. I could do, I could do that right now. And 
you know, that would be fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's totally okay. But there would be something in me that would be festering and that would be missing. And there would be a piece of me that is feeling unfulfilled. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I'll feel, I'll feel that way. Especially like after, like almost every song I do, like I'll start working on it and then I'll be pissed off that it's not exactly how I envisioned it the very first time I try and piece it together. Sometimes it's like magical and it works out like, and when it's like that, like my song Bomb Body on my album, it was just like, and I'm like racing to keep the energy going. Like I'm trying to record it as fast as possible because I'm realizing I'm in this like, this uh, whirlwind of, of, um, inspiration and magic and, and all of these, the universe hitting at the right spot. And so I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to let that thing pass me by. So I'm just trying to, I can't hit record fast enough. And uh, because those moments are special, but it's not always like that, you know? And so, but then it's like, I'll get pissed off. Be like, oh man, maybe I should just, da, 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 da. and then five minutes goes by and I'm like, oh no, okay, I can fix it like this. Let me, let me redo this. Let me rework that. Or just on a daily, like I'm driving around and I get frustrated, just like anybody. And five minutes later, I realize, or I'll get inspired by something, or I'll just realize like certain things make me feel happy that nothing else can make me feel that way when I'm creating something and going through the maze that is of a creation from the starting point. And then the feeling of gratification when you exit that maze, you know, and you're like, ah, oh. I put that piece of that puzzle together and created this, this thing, you know, and then when you can give it to somebody and then even like hearing you say, like when you reference the single, like a dollar bill, and then it's something that has stuck with you. And then to hear that back. And that was, you know, several years ago, like to me, that's what it's all about. You know, ultimately it's about connecting with people. And so to connect with you in that way, with that specific thing, man, I mean, it's like, that's, you know, that's really, that's everything to me. I feel you, man. And I was going to say, I feel some of the best bars I've heard you spit are those quick little videos when you be delivering or doing whatever you're doing. And mm -hmm. it was really quick on an instrumental. And I'm like, yo, that's sick. And then it's cool to, you know, maybe a month or so later, sometimes even a year later to hear it on a track. And for me to look at it like, oh, I was a part of that journey, right? Because he posted on social media, just a real quick hit. Um, like when you did, um, Finding me as an example, right? Um, I remember seeing a short on, I think it was Facebook, um, where you just had the the instrumental and you're just like, blah, 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 and spitting. I was like, man, that's that's fire. And then to turn around and hear, you know, mm -hmm. and hear it at the at the release party, um, you know, and and hear hear how it came out, like final product. I um, mean, I get it as a musician myself. You know, we hear stuff up here, and we're like, if only I can put that down. You were, you were talking about earlier. Well, I can translate that out of here and onto where I want it to be. Yeah. And then you hear these tunes you're like, oh, that sounds so dope. And then, then you try to translate and you're like, wait a minute. And so I get that frustration as well, right? Cause yeah. you're like, I don't, ah, where do I go with it? Yeah, but you gotta be also, and, and this is all experience and this is all the years, right? You gotta also understand this is the starting point and the starting point doesn't always look identical to the end point. And sometimes that's not a bad thing. Sometimes, you know, because you don't you don't see that, especially when you're in a uh, production of a video. And I, so I'll leave room for there to be those moments that when you're on set. And then you'll have somebody that'll say, oh, well, what if we did it like this and da, 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 and you don't really you can't really do that 
at a table at like writing down um, a shot list, you know, it's like you got to kind of be there in the moment, in the mode, in the energy, because the energy is different than when you're in pre-production. So I was trying to leave some room there. Maybe there'd be a harmony that I didn't hear when I'm recording that then later on I hear, oh, I hear some backgrounds here. Or I hear this or that. That's that's additive and it's different than what I heard originally, but it's better that way. So, it's, you know, it's 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 that's all a part of the experience and the grind and over and over and over again. And and then knowing which way you want to go and how to work with whatever you're faced with. I feel like creators and musicians, entertainers, we're like professional troubleshooters. I mean, we're constantly troubleshooting all day, every day. And that's why I think uh, creators and artists are special people and they can be put in so many different scenarios and situations and be able to navigate through any of that because we've trained our mind how to troubleshoot and we've trained our spirit on how to feel energies. And that's mm -hmm. something that a lot of people, they don't know how to tune in just the average person doesn't know how to tune into certain feelings and like how I feel like I can connect to people and I can tell what kind of person, like what, what their energy is like and how I can communicate with them and maybe what capacity I could work with them in because I've trained myself over the years to be tuned into those frequencies. You know, I mean, that's really, really deep. And I got to tell you, that's so, excuse me, it's so impactful to me, right? And it, which is weird because when I think through these, these episodes of the podcast that I do tying it back to the flipper principles and saying positive and how do you um, find positive and, and not so positive situations. And I think, I think what you just said, man, really resonates with me, you know, as, as a, I guess you can call self-proclaimed teacher, the flipper principles, I'm still a student, man. And what oh, you just shared with me was deep because um, I think that's relevant to life, right? Like it, it's just going to happen. Life's it's going to be, it's not going to be the way we expect it. So what do we have to do? Well, we have to center ourselves here, tune in here and then troubleshoot, you know what I mean? And flip it around because, and I think y'all could take some advice from Kevin on this. Like if you're going through some stuff, right. And you're just banging your head against the wall and nothing's changing, take a step out of the room, right? Center yourself, get back on and go, okay, cool. What direction do I want to go? Am I aligned with that direction? What do I need to do to change my direction to hit my ultimate goal? Um, so that was deep, man. Um, actually, really, really deep. I'm going to have to take that back, stew mm. on it, because that might be an episode in its own. Mm. Um, we're running uh, running a little close to, to the end of our time together, man. I, I, I want to jump out, of course, and say, Again, thank you so much for for coming out, brother. I haven't seen you your face, and I don't know how long. Crazy. And it really warms my heart, man, because it, it takes me back to a time where, um, you know, of course, I didn't have seven kids back then. You know, <laughs> I think I had the two older ones, and then Bryce, okay. who's now ten. So it's at least been ten years, man. That's Bryce. insane. But um, that but is, I, what I want to do, man, is I want to give you this time, like like the floor is your brother. Whatever you want to um, say yeah. to anybody, whatever you want to talk about, man, this is all you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. First of all, thank you again for having me on your platform. I definitely appreciate it and I'm honored that you'd uh, allow me to come on here and, you know, have some time with you and chat with you about things that I think are important, you know, and, and there's so much craziness in the world. And we got to understand that, you know, we, we have to continue to progress. Like what does Kobe say? The mama mentality is being the best version of yourself. And that's what it's all about. That's what this journey of life is all about is taking everything. It's all the experience of the good, the bad, the ups and the downs, 
none of it is really, you know, not that we want to go through bad things, but none of it is really bad. It's just life. You know, it's just, it's what we experience. That's the human experience. And we can always usually learn way more in the, the, the bad times, the losses, the challenges, that's the opportunity for growth, progression, advancement, understanding of self and others. And those are things that are important. So if we're not experiencing things that we're going through that have us frustrated, then maybe maybe we're doing something wrong because the path to a win is a lot of L's, you know, and I don't even consider those L's losses. I consider them lessons. So you have to go through those to navigate, to get to the final point of understanding. And you'll never even get to a final point. It's just the final point of that phase. It's always continuing to move the bar forward, moving the, the goalpost back, 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 back. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I really learned a lot and grew a lot. And um, for myself every day, all the time, you know, I'm like looking back at things that I've done, like, wow, man, no matter what happens, I achieve my personal dreams. And I, I have this thing where if I was to quit now, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't hold any like regrets. You know, it's like my ultimate goal wasn't to become famous. Um, even though I think, to be honest, I think there was, there's some of that in there. And I, I think that just comes from like always being the smallest ki uh, kid in my school and all that in my class and wanting to some, have some kind of res uh, respect or acknowledgement or just people to notice me or whatever. I, th I think some of that stems from that. But of course, there's some vanity there. I'm not going to lie about that. But I think ultimately it was wanting to create things that I felt in my spirit and heard in my head. And I've done that several times over now. So I've like, feel like I fulfilled that, but now I want to elevate that and connect to more people and do it on a grander scale. So, and with that being said, so the new album, I choose you is available. Hey, that's right. I'll take it, bro. Yeah, man. It's, it's an awesome collection of songs. Um, I, I ended up through the pandemic, uh, the lockdowns i ended up signing a record deal which is crazy and signed to sky tower records and thump records and they have distribution through universal music group worldwide so that's incredible and so the album is like um it's like a r&b pop album sprinkled on with some hip-hop and funk and i'm someone who loves all music all genres of music and so i like to take my favorites and kind of mash them up mesh them up and sprinkle a little bit of all of it on there and um and this is a very solid cohesive project and right now we're just doing the um uh, you know still doing all the the visuals and uh in the promo i've been getting back out on stage performing got a show actually thursday the 21st in monrovia coming up so that'll be really cool this week and uh so just promoting that pushing that also i have my creator brand and it's a platform for all creators to shoot. I got to get you on an interview, man, and come through and get you in a creator shirt for real. And uh, down. yeah, so we'll, we like out like with creators, like having a platform for creators talking about what they create and why. And uh, the shirt is K-R-E-A-R. -E and uh, so I'm a creator on Instagram. I am a creator, K-R-E-A-R. And uh, my Instagram is the real Kevin Ray, and YouTube uh, the real Kevin Ray. Uh, gosh, what else? Um, I mean, that's that's the bulk of it. I have Antithesis Apparel, the fitness clothing line. Uh, I'm shooting music videos. I'm editing videos. I'm directing. I'm doing photography. 
Um, I'm sewing underwater basket weaving. Um, <laughs> Yo, is I'm, that for real? I'm just, no, no, <laughs> can you imagine in a creator shirt while I'm doing a dance? Dude, I wouldn't doubt it, bro. I wouldn't doubt it as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, but that's over the years. That's 20 years and just right. putting on top of the pile and, and they all kind of lend to each other. But I mean, that's, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. I just love creating in general and that's my passion and and using that as the, the the vehicle to get to other people and connect to people and you know create things and create bonds uh lifelong bonds uh shoot i mean like we've done uh some music together and we haven't seen each other in 10 years and it feels like we were just hanging out uh you know playing we'd be playing guitar and just kind of going over some melodies and scatting some stuff man and it's like just like that you know it's like instantly connected and that's special to me and and i appreciate it and don't take it for granted oh thank you man i appreciate you brother very much very much um well look y'all i appreciate y'all for for hanging out kevin again i appreciate you coming through man um we're definitely gonna probably not pro not probably we're definitely gonna do this again um because number one just like you said man we haven't talked in a minute but it does feel like it was just yesterday we was in that apartment talking about um so I remember we was we was doing some stuff that uh, that's legal now in California. So we talk about it. <laughs> I wasn't and, doing stuff. <laughs> well, no, okay. Meaning we as the people in the house. Kevin was that's hanging right. out, that's and right. um, I was like, "Hey, so they're asking me to take some some notes on, on this strain and this and that and the other." And I was coughing so hard, and Kevin was like, "Yo, it's King Kong Kush," and I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you're beating your chest so hard." I was like, oh, "Okay, now it makes sense." So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> So it definitely feels like, um, you know, it was just yesterday. Um, so I want to tell y'all, cherish your friendships. And even if you don't talk to people um, every single day, I think Kevin and I are living proof. Um, you can pick up 10 years later um, and your true friends will understand. Like, I understand why Kevin don't pick up the phone and call me. I understand why when I send him a message, you know, y'all, this man yesterday, I sent him a message, right? Tell him I was looking forward to today. You know, it's kind of getting ready for for, for this session today and do responded with five emojis that answered each one of my statements. So, but the point is understand that, right? Like understand it just because you don't talk to people, like drop the vanity. Like it's not about you. Like when Kevin responded to me, it wasn't because it wasn't about me. Like, Oh, I only got emojis. It was about him in that moment. He was doing something. That's how he responded. So understand that with your friend, John, understand that everything is not always about you. At the same time, center yourself, focus yourself, get yourself squared away so you can face the, like Kevin said, you know, it's going to be a maze that we're going to face every single day. How do we get out of it? Well, we center ourselves, find out where we're at, set up a plan, move forward and execute on it. So um, we're going to talk again next week. Next week, I have a really dope episode, y'all. I'm going to do uh, the top 10 craziest laws. And I'm going to give you the uh, um, uh, <laughs> sneak peek. Did y'all know? That in Vermont, this is a true story in Vermont. And this law was passed in the late 1800s. I'll have the specifics next week, next week. But in Vermont, a woman cannot go, a married woman cannot go and get false teeth unless she gets her husband's permission. And I know that's asinine. It's still a yeah. lot now, but it came because the lady went to the dentist and was like, Hey, I want to get face, fake teeth. And the dentist was like, okay, well, it's going to be X amount of dollars or X amount of gold pieces or whatever it was. And she was like, Oh, my husband's going to come through later. He told her, I didn't, why, why am I going to pay for the teeth? I didn't want you to get them. So the dentist sued him. Long story short, it became a law. So there are some crazy laws 
Um, we're going to talk about those next week. So it's going to be a funny episode. Thank you all for supporting us. Please check out KevinRay.com. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. A lot of good songs on there. Still one of my favorites is That's What's Up. Another one of my favorites, Classy, Single Like a Dollar Bill, um, Finding Me, um, Who's That, or That's That Girl. Like there's there's so many different songs that y'all need to check out. Um, his, his, um, his library of work is just, it goes through the roof. You get everything from hard bounce and low lows, bounce we ride, to like Comic-Con type stuff. Um, so anyways, go check it out. Go support my man on a t-shirt. Kevin, Let's I'm going to get me a shirt um, Let's on go. this weekend, for real. Um, so thank you all so much for joining us. Merci beaucoup. Y'all stay safe. Take care. And we'll talk next week. Later. Peace.